Amen. May the Lord continue to increase your knowledge and your understanding of the Word of God and then give you passion and boldness, not just to be hearers, but doers of the Word. Tonight, I want to begin a study. Praise God at the end, but we're going to go on into this, uh, breaking the spirit of poverty. Amen. Breaking the spirit of poverty. I've, I've come to find out that one of the ways to begin to break the spirit of poverty and break a mentality of poverty poverty is to search the scripture and replace the lie that we have become so accustomed to and common with, replace that lie with the truth. Amen. Replace the lie with the truth. So breaking the spirit of poverty or anything for that matter, it starts in the spirit with equipping yourself with the mindset that comes from the word of God, amen, comes from the word of God and increasing ourselves in faith and in boldness. For the word of God said that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, amen. So if there's anything you're lacking in in an area, it stands the chance that you're lacking in scripture understanding and revelation in that area as well, amen. If we're lacking in any area, it stands the chance that we are lacking in a biblical understanding, revelation in that area, or we got something wrong. Praise God. And the area of prosperity, it has been presented to us in such a wrong way and so warped and morbid. Praise God. Amen. It's, it's almost hard to deal with, but it's scriptural. And, and here's the key that I'm going to start out with tonight. It is the will of God for us to prosper. It is the will of God for the believer to prosper. I didn't say get rich. I said prosper in every in every way in our life in the name of Jesus. And we'll establish that out of 3 John and 2. Praise God. That's the will of God for us. Amen. So tonight we're going to deal with this, and I think this is worthy. Amen. One of the greatest revelations that the believer can come to understand is that we were created to rule and govern. Amen. That's one of the greatest revelations you can get because everything else falls up under the jurisdiction of your understanding of the fact that we were created to rule and to govern in the earth realm. We were created in the likeness, in the image of God. And we're going to get to the book of Genesis, the first chapter, and we're going to make that fact. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when that hearing happens, then faith, freedom and liberation starts to start to manifest. Amen. The only reason why we are bound is because we either don't know the truth or we believe in some, some form of a lie. Amen. Praise God. What the first Adam through the deception of Satan lost, the last Adam regained for us. What the first Adam lost through deception, the last Adam regained for us. We were created to have dominion. Amen. We were created to have kingdom dominion. God created us originally, originally to have dominion. Amen. And then once our lives are fully established in the kingdom, we must seek to tear down the stronghold that the enemy has set up, glory to God, uh, in our lives to make us, amen, be living bondage. Praise God. Tear down the, in the strongholds of the enemy and set us free. Amen. Once we understand and we're established in the kingdom, the first matter of business is to tear down the strongholds. 
And these strongholds, according to 1, 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, in the New Living Translation, said these are, these are sophisticated arguments that are designed to keep us from knowing God, amen, better. Keep us from knowing the Lord. It's high things that are exalted, amen, above the truth of God that has to be torn down, amen. In our battle, we must always remember that the conflict is between slavery and freedom. This, this got me, amen. The conflict between slavery and freedom is equivalent between the conflict between, amen, the truth, the lie, and the truth. Slavery and freedom, the lie and the truth, amen. If we belong to Jesus Christ, we are called to freedom. If we truly belong to Christ, we are called to freedom, amen. Jesus said, concerning the Pharisees to the multitude, all you that labor and have heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you rest. Praise God. Our birthright in the kingdom of God is freedom. Glory to God. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm messed up. It's freedom. Amen. It was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, he says in Galatians 5 and 1, Amen. Keep standing firm and do not subject, do not be such subject again to the yoke of slavery. Hallelujah. Amen. Stand firm. Once you get that revelation, once you understand the knowledge of the truth, once you have been freed from the deceptive lies, amen, stand firm and do not become subject again to the yoke of slavery. The Lord purchased us with his own blood. Amen. The Lord purchased us with his own blood. We belong to the King of Kings. Hallelujah. We belong to the King of Kings. We are kingdom subjects. As a result, we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. Thank you, Father. Amen. We are heirs and joint heirs, and he has called us as sons of God to be joint heirs with him, and we are called to be to represent his kingdom as ambassadors. We talked about this before walking as members of the highest nobility, royalty in the highest order, God's own people. Glory to God. We are called to represent, amen, his kingdom as ambassadors. In 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter for Christ, walking as members of the highest nobility, royalty of the highest order, his own peculiar people, Glory to God. Amen. We are called to be royal. Amen. God's own family. Amen. To do this, listen, beloved, we must be free from the yoke of this present evil age. Amen. And carry only his yoke. Yokes have the ability to stay when a lie has been securely fastened in our mentality. Once we, are, we get revelation knowledge from the scripture, and amen, empowered through the Holy Spirit as to who we really are in Christ. Once we get that in our mind, we must take it from a mentality to a walk, from a walk to a manifestation, from a mentality, just thinking about it, amen, to walking in it. Then we must become a pusher. It must manifest in our life, amen. And this we have to do intentional, on purpose, Glory to God. We have to do that on purpose and let no one talk us down 
out of any part what God has given us. Praise God. So the Bible teaches us in no uncertain terms that poverty is a curse. Poverty is a curse. And the father does not want his children to walk under a curse. Poverty is a curse in the name of Jesus Christ. I start tonight by the power of Christ in the name of Jesus, amen, to rebuke and cast away every form of, amen, the curse of poverty out of our lives in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. I'm telling you, I got hold of something. Amen. The enemy is in trouble. See, because as long as we are walking in poverty and we have lack and we're broke and we don't have anything, amen, it takes finances. Let's say, for example, we're, we're excited about Ezra. We're excited about the teaching and the training. Here's the deal, though. We need facilities. We need, glory to God, land. We need good parking. We need all of the things that currency in the earth realm, in the earth realm, amen, provides. Praise the name of the Lord. But if we don't get it, this down, we'll just be, we'll just be operating at a low level. That'll do. That's cool. Amen. We'll just work with what we got. Amen. Yeah, we'll do it for right now. But my intent, amen, is to excel as royalty, as nobility of the highest order. We have the right, glory to God, to walk in high places in God. Amen. Praise God. But there's a lot of crazy thinking in the church about this. Amen. So uh, let's make this clear. Poverty, amen, does not make us holy. Poverty does not make us holy. Most of the men in the Bible, amen, were not poor. Most men that we read in the Bible were not poor. Abraham was rich. Abraham was rich. Amen. Apart from one brief period of adversity, amen, Job lived his life in incredible riches. David enjoyed tremendous wealth. Solomon, of course, praise God. Everywhere that you read in the Bible, you're going to see, amen, men and women of tremendous wealth. Not for wealth's sake. Not for wealth's sake, but for the kingdom's sake. That's why, amen, the Amen. The submission has to come in order first. We got to have a mind to manage what the Lord released. Job 1 in the New Living Translation, verse 1, 2, and 3 says this. Once there was a man named Job who lived in the land of Uz. Amen. The first thing that he mentioned, you, when you study your Bible and you learn the how to study, the first thing that you study is observation. You study, you look for repetition, you look for sequence, one happening over the other. Priority, which one comes first, is one of the, amen, Bible study methods as we observe observation before submission, observation before interpretation, and certainly before application. What do you see? Observation asks the question, what do you see in the word? Praise God. Amen. And the first thing he says, he was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed from evil. Let's stop right there. Praise God. The first thing that the Bible mentions out of the character of, of Job is that he was blameless, one of complete integrity. He feared God and strayed away from evil. The first part of that. And it was mentioned first on purpose. On purpose, glory to God. The next priority 
that he mentions on purpose. Secondly, he had seven sons and three daughters. He owned, this is the next thing, 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen, 500 female donkeys. He also had many servants. He was, in fact, the richest person in the entire area. But the first thing that is mentioned about Job is not his possession, but his, his, his in integrity and his character towards God and one that is shrewd or stayed away from evil. Glory to God. Amen. And so we must develop in that order. We must develop in that order. It's okay to have things, but don't let things, amen, have us. Seek first the kingdom of, amen, and his righteousness and all these other things, amen, will be added to us. To, we added to us. Even if you don't understand cattle and time and how wealth is, you know, by herds and all that, you know that 7,000 sheep is a lot of sheep, 5,000 camels, amen, and servants to 10. It don't take you no real brilliant imagination to figure out the man was rich. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. So one of the main tools that the believer needs to break and cast off the spirit of poverty is an understanding of the of kingdom, dominion, and, and complete submission. Hallelujah. It's one of the main things that we need so that we have a spirit. Uh, we know how to control our spirit. We know how to possess wealth. We know how to sow. We know how to provide for kingdom things. We know how to walk in, amen, in humility and not allow pride and arrogance and boasting and bragging to become our lot because we understand and know without God, I'm still nothing. Amen. So Jesus said, what does it prosper a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? So the matter is about, here's the key word, beloved, balance and priority. Glory to God. Amen. I'm telling you, I, 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 I got revelation. I don't know about nobody else, but I got revelation. One of the, one of the main tools that the believer need to break and cast off the spirit of poverty is proper understanding of kingdom, dominion, and complete submission. Deuteronomy 28 talks about, amen, if you submit, if you obey me, amen, that uh, blessings are going to come and overtake you. Declare us the head and not the tail, above only and but not beneath. Make us a lender and not a, you must lend to many. You will lend to many, and, amen, and will not borrow. Why? Just out of simple obedience. Out of sim simple obedience. And what the enemy wants you to do to be an unwitting accomplice in your own demise is walking some type of secret disobedience because he knows once God recognized that level of disobedience, amen, there's no way you're going to prosper. There's no way that you're going to sow into the ministry. There's no way that you're going to have sustainable understanding about kingdom wealth because you're just going to spend it all on yourself and therefore the kingdom will never be advanced. Glory to God. Amen. So here's the deal. We were created to rule. I got this in my spirit. My God from heaven. We were created to rule and govern. My God. We were created in God's likeness, in his image. Praise the name of the Lord to rule. He set us in place in the original, in the garden to rule. Glory to God. Tend and govern. Adam lost more than just his place in the garden Amen. Of Eden. He lost more than just his place in the Garden of Eden. Amen. Let's, let's, let, 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 let's get that down. There was more loss 
than just his place in the Garden of Eden. He just wasn't banished out. There was more. The enemy's deception caused Adam to lose his place in the, in the dominion mandate. That's what the, amen, the, the ruler of this world wanted. Amen. He lost it to the ruler of this world, Satan. One of the obvious results of the fall was poverty. One of the obvious results of the fall was poverty. And we're going to go there. Praise God. Out of Genesis 3, then we're going to back up to Genesis 1. Out of Genesis 3 and verse 17 through 19, this we'll read in the New King James Version. It says, then Adam's, then, uh, then to Adam, this during the judgment, this after they've been uh, found out, this is after the, um, the culprit that, amen, deceived Eden, Eve was the serpent, amen, now it's judgment time. Then to Adam, this is God, he said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree which I commanded you, saying, you shall not eat. Let's pause right there. Praise God. Adam said it was the wife you gave it to me. She, she did that. She gave it to me and I ate. God said, you should have obeyed me. I told you what, what was fair and I told you what to do before she got there. Amen. I told you before you said, amen, she got there. What did I tell you? That's what God is saying. What did I tell you? You did what I told you, amen, not to do. Your wife was given to bless you, not curse you. You made a choice, oh Lord, you made a choice to heed her voice over mine. Amen. So here's the results. Cursed is the ground for your sake. In toil, you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles, it shall bring forth for you and you shall eat of the herbs of the field. In the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till, till you return to the ground. For out, of, for out of it you were taken, and to, for, the dust you, for dust you are, and dust you shall return. Sounded a little funny, but I stumbled across, made it my business to look it up in another version. In the New Living Translation, it said, amen, verse 17, this is what it says. And to the man, God said, he said, since you listened to your wife and ate from the tree whose fruit I commanded you, you are not to eat. The ground is cursed because of you. This is key. Listen to how it says it in the New Living Translation. All your life, you will struggle to scratch a living, amen, from it, from the ground. It will grow thorns and thistles for you. Though you will eat, it's grain, amen, by the sweat of your brow, you will have food to eat until you return to the ground from which you were made. For you were made from dust, and to the dust you shall return. Amen. All your life you will scratch your living from it. Poverty is a result of the fall. Poverty is a result of disobedience. Poverty it was not God's original intent. This thing was given because of, amen, these Adams heeding the voice of, of his wife over the voice of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I want you to get this thing in your spirit because, amen, once you get this revelation and once you learn to walk in this, I, amen, to God be the glory, you won't have to live like you're living. Amen. Look at this. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28. 
My God, time going fast. <clears throat> the Lord, then the Lord said, amen, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, on, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created them, amen, and blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion over every over the fish of the sea, birds of the air, every living thing, amen, that moves upon it. Glory to God. Amen. God says, "Be have dominion. When God placed Adam in the garden, listen to this, he placed him in a rich place. I want you to get this revelation out of you, amen, so that you can live in a different way. He, and when he placed him in the garden, he placed him in a rich place. Look at this thing out of Genesis chapter 2. This business messed me up. Praise the Lord. Amen. Genesis chapter 2. This is what it says. Look, look at this, verse 8. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put man, he who have formed. God put him there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's, a, there's an assigned place that God creates for us to prosper. Amen. God made it and put him there. Out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that was pleasant, amen, to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Listen to this. This is so important. Verse 10. Now rivers went out of, the, out of Eden to the water to water the garden. Lord have mercy. God create, first created a garden, made the tree grow, made the trees grow. Glory to God, put man in this garden and then caused rivers to flow that would water the garden. Thank God for, amen, multiple streams of income. Look at this. From there, it parted and became four headwaters. That means where rivers originate. That's where, that's where like snow and a lot of rain accumulate. That's where the rivers start. The name of the first Pashon, Amen. It is one of the, the one that skirts in the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. And gold in the land is good. Bedlam. The onyx stones are there. The name of the second river, Gashon. It is the one which goes around the whole land of Cush. The name of the third is Hadikil. Amen. It is the one that goes towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth is Euphrates. Glory to God. Amen. So in this place, God, come, amen, uh, created a place where rivers can run through the land where he put the man. In other words, when we talk about rivers, we talk about multiple streams of income. Praise the Lord. So all of this is talking about a wealthy place. All of this is talking about in old school, uh, I guess you could say layman's term, a wealthy place. God put him there, praise God, and says, amen, you got occupation. So within Adam, he had the, uh, amen, in him, the woman. When he breathed into him, he breathed into him what's theologically called, amen, um, 
the first, the law of, uh, of uh, I can't think of, I'm having a brain freeze. There's a law called the first cause. There we go. The first cause. This is when he made something out of nothing. The first cause. When, amen, the first cause, he created the world. He created, amen, all, all that happened with the earth and, and the dirt and all of that. So he didn't have to do the first cause again when he breathed into Adam the breath of life. Amen. He breathed in him. Amen. That, that miracle is called the second cause. So what he had already created in the first cause, he breathed the first into the second and the man became a living nephish or soul. Praise God. So when he got ready to amen, bring forth Eve, he didn't have to go back and dip into the earth again. He just took out of Adam what he had already breathed into him. Male and female made he them, amen, and called their name Adam. Glory to God. Eve didn't have a name until after the fall because her name would be the mother of all living Eve. Up until that point, she was just called the woman. Glory to God. Both of their names were Adam. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Male and female created he them. Amen. In the day that they were created. The point that I'm trying to make, and I, and I got to get done, is that God put him in a wealthy place. Amen. Put him in a place that's very sustainable. Gave him the charge to subdue. Amen. To subdue it. To multiply. Amen. Have dominion. What Adam did, what happened to Adam after the fall, he lost that place. Not just got kicked out of the garden, lost that place of dominion and authority. Incidentally, one of the most frightening things to the adversary is the believer who have understood and are walking in the original level of authority and dominion. That's the thing that this Pharisee saw in Christ. He teaches as one who has authority. What the first Adam got us into, the second Adam got us out of. And now, beloved, we are walking, we're learning to walk in our original mandate. Amen. Our original kingdom mandate. Glory to God. The original mandate is for you and I, beloved, amen, is to walk in the power we originally given. Amen. Christ, when he purchased our salvation on the cross, just as we became sin, praise God, in Adam, we became free in Christ. The slavery was never meant for us. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. We never meant for us. Never. Amen. So no longer are you bound to sin. No longer are we bound to lacking poverty because of Christ. The spirit of poverty, here's the key and I'm done. The spirit of poverty has no legal right to operate in, in our life unless we give it, amen, a place to do so. It, amen, I'm going to say that again. Praise God, this is going to liberate somebody. Amen. The spirit of poverty, if it's in your life, it's illegal. And at some place, we've allowed it to do so. The spirit of poverty has no legal right to operate in your life. You need to make a faith confession of that unless we have given it one. Amen. Somewhere through sin, somewhere through We've allowed it to, praise God. But our original kingdom mandate is to operate in dominion and operate in wealth, praise God, to, amen, to finance the, the moving of the kingdom and to God so God can be glorified in our doing. Praise God. Uh, just as sin 
has no right in your life unless you open the door to it. Lack has no right in your life unless you open the door to it. I got to, I got to say that again. Just as sin has no right in our life unless we open the door to it. Why? Because Jesus died. He came to destroy the works of the devil. Glory to God. He came to destroy the works of the devil. Amen. Therefore, when Christ came, when he died, he destroyed the power of sin on our life. It is to us the choice to recognize ourselves dead to, amen, the power of sin. At the same time, we open the door for riches. We open the door, amen, for increase in wealth. The only thing that can stop us from operating in this mandate is us. The only thing that can stop us is if we choose not to embrace this and walk in it. Glory to God and keep God first. Keep our minds straight. Amen. So when riches increase, we don't set our heart up on it. The only thing that can stop us from breaking this curse and walking in complete wealth in the Lord is us. Here's the key word, choice. But I made a choice today. I choose to be everything I was created to be. I choose to walk in every bit of kingdom, the kingdom mandate and the authority that, amen, Christ died so that I can be free over. I make the choice, glory to God, to be the best me I can be every day. I choose to be free. I choose to be delivered. I choose to walk in the spirit of wealth and rebuke the spirit of poverty. I choose to advance the kingdom and God be glorified in my life through every dime I got. I choose, I make the decision, I make the choice right now, today, to never walk another day in my life in the spirit of poverty and light because Christ has purchased and guaranteed me everything I need to walk in a wealthy place in him, both body, soul, and spirit. My material wealth, my wealth, my mental wealth, my amen, emotional wealth, all of that is mine, and I'm not going to leave a crumb on the table. Glory to God, because it belongs to me. Poverty has no legal right. I've been putting up with a defeated foe. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Help us, God. Been putting up with a defeated foe and giving the amen and excuses to let him hang around. Well, we just go with that, what, what my uh, mother-in-law would call that poor-mouthed spirit. Amen. That poor-mouthed you letting it, just make an excuse for somebody who don't have no legal right to even be there in the first to operate. We've allowed it to operate. Mismanagement, amen, trying to live like the Joneses, all of that, that temptation is sin. Lord have mercy, Jesus. My time is up, amen. I, I messed up tonight. I messed up past, amen, my normal limit. Glory to God. I, amen. I'm two things. First of all, amen, I'm mad because I allowed it to function so long. But they said, also, I'm glad because today is going to be the best day in my life. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Today, plans and revelation are coming to me. Amen. Today, strategies, witty ideals are coming to me in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, I'm walking in another wealthy place. The kingdom will be advanced through the finances that God released. Lives will be blessed and turned around in the name of Jesus. Today, I kick the spirit of poverty out of my life, and I recognize you have no legal right. If I'm walking in the spirit of God, filled with the Holy Spirit, you're illegally operating, and somehow I've given you, 
amen, the door to operate in, the place, amen, to sit down. And today I'm kicking you out the chair and kicking you out of the house. You have no legal right to be here. Praise God. No, don't talk. Don't say nothing. Just get to get your stuff and get to stepping. Praise God. I'm a kingdom citizen. I'm walking in complete authority in the power of Christ. Amen. Jesus has purchased me. I'm free from bondage of every form and kind, including the spirit of life and poverty. In the name of Jesus. My time is up, but not my spirit. God bless you. And may the Lord keep you. It is a 